Good morning. Our speaker this morning, Vanessa, is from Courier House. So we offer a special welcome to anybody from Courier House this morning. Our appointed psalm is number 130. It can be found in the black psalter in your pew. Standing, we'll read this responsibly. Out of the depths have I called to you. O God, hear my voice. Let your ears consider well the voice of my supplication. For there is forgiveness with you, therefore you shall be feared. My soul waits for you more than centuries for the morning, more than centuries for the morning. With God there is plenteous redemption. God shall redeem Israel from all their sins.
morning, everyone. So Paul writes to us in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 through 10. But he said to me, my grace is all you need. My power is strongest when you are weak. So I'm very happy to brag about how weak I am. When Christ's power can rest on me, because of how I've suffered for Christ, I am glad that I am weak. I am glad in hard times. I'm glad when people say mean things about me. I'm glad when things are difficult. And I'm glad when people make me suffer. When I am weak, I am strong. Growing up, I was taught to be strong, that my problems are my own, and the onus on me was um, was the onus on me to find the best solutions. Privacy was always paramount. Why share too much of yourself and look weak? Peering eyes did not need to see my tears, hear my complaints, or feel my pain. After all, they would not understand, or even worse, tell others. Now, that did not mean I did not have friends, but they could only know so much. They only knew what I chose to share. My lessons and strength had been passed down from generation to generation, traveled with me from New York, and became an armor in a strange place of high expectations. At Harvard, the best are known to strive or epically achieve. However, it is unfortunate that we rarely hear the narratives of weary students who are not successful, alone, and apart. I find that it is a very Harvard thing to ask questions without a real interest in the answer, to find the words, let's grab a meal, rolling off your tongue when you would rather not spend time with that person. We even fail to be true to our own selves by avoiding the difficult questions, ignoring our deepest feelings, and taking for granted those who love us the most. But is this really the best way? Why is it when we think of individuals who are vulnerable, we think of people who are lost, alone, voiceless, and weak? Why don't we think of the moments in which President Obama has shed tears during his pleas to pass regulation for gun control? Why don't we think of the countless undocumented students who have chosen to share their emotional narratives here at Harvard? Why don't we think of that friend who is candid about their mental health but refuses, it, refuses to let it shape their day? It is often difficult for us to equate strength and confidence with openness and defenselessness. We fail to realize that our greatest strength when it comes to connecting with each other and ourselves is our ability to be vulnerable and authentic. When I first came, came to Harvard, I felt like a stranger. I found that the strength that I had relied on throughout my life seemed to just dissipate when I walked through Harvard's hallowed gates. I carried only memories of resilience and strength. I became voiceless, I became weak. In my weakness, I felt that I had lost control and I did not know how to get it back again. I wanted to be strong again. But in reflection, I looked back and I realized I just didn't want to be seen fighting with my feelings of discomfort in a new place, with new people, and many new ideas. My transition to becoming a more vulnerable individual came in moments of intention. I wanted to share more, be more open, and simply be seen. I no longer wanted my vulnerability to be a liability to my growth as an individual. My armor of strength, I realized, was in actuality a false armor. It did protect me, but it did not allow me to be me. I had to say more, speak my mind, and simply be unapologetic. Now, I will not pretend to be an expert at this because I'm not. Honestly, vulnerability is something that I still struggle with because it is difficult. Vulnerability forces you to sit in your shame and fear. Vulnerability forces you to face it and embrace it. In those moments of absolute weakness, we are strongest. And I hope that we will carry us with us from I will hope that we will carry with us from this session lessons of authenticity, being comfortable in our weakness, and remembering that we will find our truest selves when we are open to being vulnerable.
I would like us to bow our heads. Dear Lord, um, thank you for allowing us to be here today. Thank you for guiding us to this moment. I hope that you will guide, continue to guide us um, in our days to come and help us find comfort in our vulnerability and comfort in our weakness and help us to connect better with other individuals and the people around us. Thank you. Let's pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from Standing, let's sing together this morning's hymn, All Who Love and Serve Your City, number 322 in your red hymnal.
As with senior talks, uh, we have Mem Cafe available in the memorial room this morning. If you walk halfway down the sanctuary and turn left, there's coffee and refreshments for everybody. Grab something on your way or stay and um, enjoy the community. As you leave today, though, remember that in your suffering, in your pain, in your vulnerability, God is your keeper. You are kept by God. So like the text from this morning, let God pull gladness forward at that truth. Amen. 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 